Welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Main, awesome wife and dog mom for life. I'm a sex therapist turned sex coach, and I run a successful business selling relationship enhancement products. I absolutely love talking about all things sex. So you can expect this podcast to explore all things related to women's sexual health because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you discover and embrace what brings you pleasure so that you can own your sexual self. If that sounds good to you, then keep listening and let's fucking do this. What's up, everyone? We are back for another episode here on Owning Your Sexual Self. Of course, y'all, this weather, if you live in Michigan, you know what I'm talking about, but (laughs) this back and forth weather is really, really fucking with my sinuses. So I, again, apologize for the nasally version of Rachel's voice. It is a struggle over here for sure. Um, But I am feeling better. I was able to get out last night after feeling crappy all week and I did a pure romance party for some amazing women, been customers of mine for many years now. And it's always, always a joy to connect with these women and be able to show them the new products and share that sexual health education, have some fun, have some laughs and uh, meet new people too, which is one of my favorite parts about that job. And that just goes to say, you know, I, I talk a lot about the podcast or on the podcast rather about my coaching practices. And really, if you're new here listening, um, I do many things. So I joke and say, I literally talk about sex all day, every day, because that is really the, the theme of my work and my life. Really. Um, if that is recording a podcast, if it is doing some sex coaching, I have my groups that I offer, um, my coaching groups that are more self-paced for people to go through. I have my mini courses that people can purchase on my website. I do the one-on-one coaching, which is a more intensive version, more personalized and customized to you. And then I also do pure romance. So with pure romance, I have a whole separate group for female identified people over the age of 18 where I share products and I share health knowledge there. And, um, and then I do the in-person parties. So I do the parties like I did last night. I do those parties virtually, although in-person is definitely better because you can then taste and touch and feel all the things. Um, let's see. I also have my OnlyFans page that a lot of you know about. And yeah, there's definitely, um, more male focused things on there. Um, that's a place that I get to share my own sexual confidence and it's in a more private, um, you know, quote unquote VIP type of way. OnlyFans, if you're not sure what that is, is a paid for platform. So you have to pay to subscribe to my page and, um, then see the content that way. So like I said, it is literally a sex all day, every day in one of those buckets, basically, that I just mentioned. So um, anyways, I wanted to share with that because, you know, I've been doing this work for so long and that kind of leads me into this topic. Uh, We've talked about foreplay before on the podcast, but I really wanted to go in a little bit more detail about breastplay specifically. And this really stemmed because as I was revamping my program, Sexual Composite Academy, um, which you can go and check that out on my website, rachelmain.com, one of the pieces that I wanted to put in the foreplay module was proper breastplay for people. Because listen, we've all probably been there when somebody has been engaging with our breasts, right? And they sort of go and they do this like honking motion, right? And it's like, and I think about this too in past relationships or even, you know, sometimes when Danny is like playing and stuff um, and we're just having fun messing around at home, you know, men, they'll come up behind you or our partners. I guess it doesn't really even have to be men, but you know what I'm talking about, right? They come up behind you. You're doing something in the kitchen or you're folding laundry or whatever it is, um, getting ready maybe for your day. And they just come up behind you and they grope you and they just do that honking 
talking. I'm literally, I wish I was recording a video right now because I'm sitting here like grabbing my boobs and like squeezing <laughs> and doing this honking motion as if you could actually see what I'm doing. But um, you know what I'm talking about, right? So it's like this honk honk, like this squeeze type of thing. And listen, okay, that I always say that I want to validate that is fun. You know, that is cutesy here and there. Um, but I'll tell you a lot of the women that I work with, that is the that is like the main theme and common go to from their partners when they're engaging in breast play. So even when it does come down to that intimate time, and this is one of the parts of my work that I love to do, I get to get a very, very clear picture of what every couple's foreplay and, and sexual interactions are looking like from who initiates, um, what, what are kind of the steps, you know, what are the positions that you're going into, what happens before, what happens after, again, painting that really clear picture so I can give the guidance and the coaching around how to make that better and how to make that more intimate and enjoyable for both people. So, you know, a lot of these people that I work with, again, their partners are going for that, you know, they're going for the foreplay and stuff. But again, it's this honking, um, maybe like flicking of the nipples I've even heard before. So I wanted to record this episode again. I'm, I'm calling it proper breast play because it's something that we need to talk about. Breast play can be such an, uh, it can be an incredibly engaging and fun tool for foreplay. Um, but there's a very right way and a very wrong quote unquote, wrong way of doing it. All right. So that's what we're talking about today. Proper breastplate. And going back to, again, why foreplay in general is so important. You guys, foreplay is the most important step when it comes to your intimate life. It allows your body to warm up. It allows you and your partner to build that connection. And it also builds the anticipation. That is really going to be your code word, your common your common thing that you want when it comes to your foreplay is the anticipation. So not just going, and I've been talking about this a lot at my recent parties, especially when we're engaging in self-pleasure, right? If you know that clitoral stimulation feels good to you, I am challenging you to not just go straight for the clitoris when you're starting to engage in your self-pleasure. Explore other parts of your body, other parts of your vulva, because I'm telling you, there's you. we all sort of get in this autopilot sort of feel and, and vibe when it comes to our self-pleasure, and there's so much more about your body that deserves to be explored, and you can unlock and find these different types of pleasures for yourself. So building up that anticipation especially again, when it comes to your foreplay. So breast play, you know, a very, very small percentage of people can orgasm from nipple stimulation. So breast play is going to be a really great tool for the majority of people. Um, again, people that enjoy breast play um, when it's done right, because again, a very small percentage is going to orgasm from that experience. And so if you're someone that does not typically orgasm from breast play or nipple stimulation, then this is a great anticipation tool for you to incorporate uh, with your with your partner. And again, being able to educate them and show them and talk about what feels good for you. Um, this also sets the mood, you know, this, this is, I feel like breast play when done correctly too is a very sensual act. It's very, um, yeah, it's just very soft. It's very subtle. It's very, um, I don't, yeah, just sensual is the word I'm going to go with. So again, it's the most important step and why that is if you're someone that has female anatomy, we need about 15 to 20 minutes of enjoyable foreplay because when that happens, that is when our cervix moves back, our vaginal walls expand, we start to self-lubricate, that clitoral hood starts to retract and our body literally preps for penetration to happen. 
Now, if we go right into penetrative sex before the foreplay process happens, and really when I say the foreplay process, I'm speaking specifically to what I just described as your, is the arousal process, the arousal phase of our sexual response cycle. Um, and so when we skip that, you know, it, penetration might be feeling very uncomfortable for us. We might be feeling drier than normal. We might not, um, you know, I, I call it like our vaginas being stubborn. There have been times um, in my personal life, you know, when we've gone to have sex and, you know, penis is trying to get inserted. I'm like, I literally don't know. Like she just is stubborn as ever right now. Um, but that has signaled to me that then, you know, there hasn't been enough foreplay. And even if you've gone through that 15 minutes of foreplay, notice I said enjoyable foreplay when I first mentioned this, because again, if you're not into, let's say, breast play, or you're not into receiving oral sex or giving oral sex or kissing or making out or massage or whatever it is that you're generally, your partner is doing for your foreplay, if it's not enjoyable to you, that 15 to 20 minutes basically might as well not have even happened because if you're not enjoying it, your body is not responding in the way that you want it to, to where you're moving from that desire, that the desire to the arousal phase of the sexual response cycle. So again, it is the most crucial point of your intimacy because your body is going through that. Your body is getting warmed up. You're building the connection, which is the number one thing that I hear from couples, they're struggling likely with some communication, but really what they're seeking and what they're wanting and longing for is that more deeper connection with each other. And so building up anticipation, which my edging episode has been a huge hit on social media. A lot of people messaging me about edging um, and explaining more about edging. And that, that is one of the highest listened podcast episode of recent. And that goes back to your piece of anticipation, right? That edging is building up that anticipation over and over and over. And foreplay certainly can do the same as well. All right. So let's jump into breast play. Now, here is the thing. So I want you to think of, we all know what breasts look like, right? And we all know what bras look like. So if you can focus and you want to start touching and stroking around the bra line, that is really, really your best place to start. So if you can kind of cup your hand into a U shape and putting your thumb like right into the middle. So right into the cer not I was going to say the cervix, <laughs> the sternum. If you put your, your thumb right into the sternum and you're making that U shape and you're pushing up against the breast, you can then sort of squeeze your hands in together, squeezing your index fingers into your thumb. And it's going to make this really nice groping feel. Again, I'm literally groping myself as I record this episode because I'm like, all right, I need to do it to be able to explain it to you like audibly. Um, But this is a great place to start. First of all, if you're a woman listening to this, you know, wearing a bra is, it fucking sucks, right? It's painful. I also, like when, when I was wearing bras previously, (laughs) I feel like it's like a past life now, but I I pretty much just wear bralettes now. So nothing with underwire in them. Um, But I remember those, those underwire type bra days. And for some women that have larger breasts, I mean, underwire is a necessity for, for you to have good breast support. Um, 
but I just remember like taking off my bra and literally just groping right underneath, like just rubbing right underneath myself when taking off that bra after a long day. And it is literally the best fucking feeling ever. So these are, these are tips too that again, if you're, let's say if you're single listening to this girl, incorporate that breast play for your own damn foreplay. Okay. Start giving those girls some love before again, going straight for the clitoris or going straight to grab that vibrator. Do some body exploration with yourself. All right. So again, starting touching and stroking around the bra line. Most of us know what that bra line area is, but again, you're, you're, that feels so good to us. That feels very, very, again, it's that central, it's that soft touch. And what you're not going to do is do that bra line stroking and start honking. Okay. No honking, not too tight, not too firm, um, not too hard. That again, think soft and sensual. All right. Like you're, like you're playing, you're doing an egg toss. Okay. You need to be very careful with your touching and in your movements and your, yeah, all that. Okay. And you want to think of like the, the grabbing and I I use grabbing lightly because again, you don't want to feel like you're grabbing, but you want it to feel almost like a nice hug. So as you are underneath in that bra line, you know, start to work your way up, start to maybe massage at the top of her breasts. And again, just working your way around the breasts and feeling on the sides, feeling above, feeling in the middle. And again, just working around, not giving really any attention yet to the nipple. Okay. This is going to be key. This is the, the point of and reason behind building up the anticipation. So we're not going directly to the place where we maybe know feels good, or we're assuming feels good to them. We're exploring around. Okay. Again, avoiding that pulling, no pulling on the nipples, no flicking on the nipples, unless, you know, you know, your, your partner is into that. Um, and then no honking. And I feel like honking is just the best word. Whenever I say that, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. And now another great way to make this a little bit more erotic for you during your foreplay is, you know, most people, when I'm describing this, you're thinking of the the woman lying down, right? And maybe you're sitting on top of her, maybe you're laying next to her and you're doing your breast play that way. That's what I think most people probably envisioned as I was explaining this. Now, another very erotic way that you can do this is by ha- both of you kneeling she would be kneeling in front of you or the person that's receiving the breast play would be kneeling in in front and the partner that's giving the breast play would be behind her now she's they, the partner is going to come behind her and do everything i just said so that bra line stroking the touching and the sensual caressing and all of that from behind um because that then allows her to get a nice visual um, visual of this. So that can be very, very central, sensual, you know, seeing what your partner is doing. Um, it's just a different, um, different position to be in with this. You're also upright, your, your vulva and your clitoris is exposed. So perhaps again, if you want to make this a little bit more erotic, maybe one hand is getting the breast play. Maybe the other hand is starting to explore that vulva area. Maybe you move into some clitoral simulations, some vaginal penetration with fingers, anything like that. Um, another great thing is that she could be using a, a toy at this time. So you're giving her the breast play. Maybe she wants to be using a toy for um, vulva stimulation or clitoral stimulation. Maybe she wants to give a reach around and, um, you know, do some genital caressing for you as well. 
So again, this can be this can be such a fun, fun connection tool for couples to be able to again do this, do this correctly, do this in a sensual way that feels good. Um, so again, explore that touching from behind so that she can watch if that sounds exciting to you and ask about the nipple stimulation. I know you're probably like, Rachel, like why, why would we keep the nipples off, off, um, the radar and not everybody likes nipple stimulation. Okay. Some women or some people rather in general have very, very, very high sensitivity when it comes to clitoral stimulation or, or nipple stimulation rather. So you definitely want to ask your partner during this um, about having nipple stimulation. So asking, and you can do this in a very in a very sexual way, and, and saying something like, "I would I would love to explore your nipples. Like, is it okay if I rub around your nipples? Is it okay if I give your nipples some attention? Is it okay if I touch here? You know, and asking for that consent really, but asking really to make sure that again, she doesn't have high nipple sensitivity that day, or it is something that she actually is enjoying. So asking about the nipple stimulation before going there. And then of course, same thing when you do get the okay, and you start to engage with the nipple stimulation, not doing the flicking, not doing the pulling or anything like that. Um, it's nice to kind of trap, trap the nipples in between, let's say your index and your middle finger, um, almost the same um, feel as let's say if she was wearing like nipple clamps. So just doing a little bit of, um, pinching, I guess is how I would describe it. So a little bit of pinching, um, there, but again, very soft, start with soft and, um, you know, just even rubbing over the nipples. And when you're doing that bra line stimulation, you know, now, if you've got the, okay to include the nipple stimulation, you start at that bra line stimulation, you're doing that rubbing that caressing, and then your hands can slip up over the nipples and start giving the sensation there as well. All right. Then you got the full play, all right? So you're all, you're engaging all of the breasts. You're doing all of this, the, all of the sensual touching, all of the rubbing and all of the caressing now with the entire breast. If you want to focus on one at a time, if you want to focus on both at the same time, really that's going to be a preference. And um, I guess how much tail it you have. <laughs> so that is your breast play um, pretty much in a nutshell. But again, going back to the importance of foreplay, you know, there are so, so, so many things that we can incorporate in our in our foreplay and remember having conversations with your partners about what feels good to them. I will go back to reference my three minute game. If you have not listened to that podcast yet, the three minute game is a great tool, um, especially if you are wanting to engage in breastplay with your partner and you're not really sure how to ask or bring that up. Playing the three minute game with each other is a great way for you to bring up with your partners the things that you do want to try and explore in the bedroom. Um, same thing with my relationship regroup resource. If you follow me on social media, it's right in the link in my bio on my link tree, but you can also get it. It's a free download at rachelmain.com under the resources tab. So the relationship regroup has on there one of the areas to pencil in and schedule out your what I call sex exploration. So when you do your sex exploration, let's say you do sex exploration and it's going to be mainly focused on breast play. So let's say it's a titty Tuesday. All right. So Tuesday night is your free night tonight. Um, and you're going to go and you're spending 30 minutes together and you're spending that 30 minutes solely focused on breast play. And also to point out, listen, men have nipples too. All right. So this breast play is mainly, I would say, focused for people with breasts, but that is not to say that 
we cancel out and leave out nipple stimulation for men as well because for both all genders um nipple stimulation again it can be a very very stimulating thing for people and again some people are going to have higher sensitivity than others so you want to get that okay that it's that it's a go ahead to incorporate nipples when you're doing your breast play all right i hope this was helpful i got some fun reels planned for this on social <laughs> to capture this episode um but anyways if you have questions of course you can always dm me if you're interested in any of my coaching programs or one-on-one coaching, um, my one-on-one coaching is very quickly filling. So if you, again, go over to that link in my bio, uh, I'd love to set up a consultation call with you to see if my services are right for you and also share with you how I can help your sex life <laughs> or your sexual confidence. All right, y'all. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a thing. And if you loved it so fucking much, be sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see you next week. And until then, keep owning your sexual self.